release yourself from order and logic and enter a new place. It's not work. It's not home. Here, no maps have been drawn. No books have been written. Nothing is certain. Everything is possible. Welcome to Podcast and Chill with Magic. I'm assuming this doesn't end well. And many ladies and gentlemen, today is a very special, special, special edition of Podcast and Chill, man. I've been trying to get this guy on for two years now. You know, in music, there's, uh, there's music that's just timeless, you know? Yeah. There's shows that are just timeless. Yeah. I think this interview is going to be one of those, man, because you are like, I don't even want to say a legend because that's misused lately. Like, you're an icon, bro. Yes, it's funny. Today in the morning, I was thinking of Brenda Farsi. Yeah. And I was... I'm thinking 1984, maybe? Yeah. Maybe that's her first album? Yeah. And she's still alive? Yeah. Through the music? Up to today? Yeah. I was thinking, I think I, think I heard her first song in 1984. Damn. What song was that? I think me do 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 la do So I was like, I was like, it must have been 1984. Yeah, were you close with her? Yeah, I I, I grew close to her because at some point Yeah. And then and then I grew up and then I I became humbly famous myself and I would meet her on the shows and stuff and. I don't know if you can pull it that long. Yeah. I don't know. Oprin, where's that jersey? Here's the jersey. The jersey's right here. Here's the jersey. Oprin, please give us the jersey. Yeah, I brought man. you this to see. Yeah. And <laughs> these these are nice as well. Yes. Eh? <laughs> I think this was made on Brenda Fassi's first album. Wow. This was made by my mom. By your mom? Yeah, this is about 1984, 85. Wow. This was my jersey when I was living in KZN in 1986. Before you moved to Joburg in 88, ne? I started in Joburg, then I went to KZN, then I came back. So I thought today, I was like, Oprah, take it off the wall. Yeah. I, I need to come and... Oh, by the way, there's Tabombeki behind it. This is original Tabombeki's frame. Tabombeki's frame? Yes, it's behind right here. Yeah. So I thought... I'd... I'd come and show you this because there was a time when our moms used to knit, make things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, and uh, before I left for KZN, 1986, I found this jersey in my suitcase in 1985. Then I concluded then, okay, that means same from the KZN. Yeah. <laughs> so and which school was this? What yeah. school was this? Because you went to so many schools, this, man. This was um, uh, a Tulini primary school. Yeah. Before I went to Evumelani primary school um, in Newcastle. So, and then one day I just went to Zola. Mm. I dug into a box in Damalache and I found this jersey. Wow. It's <laughs> so, one of the things I, I look at in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> Before... My day starts. <laughs> and it just makes you feel good, man. Yeah? It makes you feel good. 
Uh, there was a time, my man. There was a time when our moms made everything by hand. Yeah. And this is one of them. And I'm, I'm lucky to have found it. Were you close to your mom or your dad or both parents? Um, I'm close to both of them. I mean, I mean, the more you grow, you, you understand things more. Um, whatever the anger I thought I had towards my dad, it ended. And then we ended up with like serious conversations. Why were you angry at your dad? Because sometimes you, sometimes you get taught things as a child. Okay, and then you get you, you, you like some people train you to hate your father, mm. and then eventually, um, you get curious. I mean, there's no way I could have done Isola Seven without confronting my father. Mm. Okay, um, I can't be dealing with other people's problems without dealing my own. So, well, then I had these conversations with my dad. Um, I think I was old enough. And then I, I found out what kind of a guy he is. So there is a difference between your father having left you and then your father having been denied of you. Mm. Yeah, told, yeah, sometimes two we, different we, yeah, yeah, we grow up with a, with a lot of things as a wrong. And then one, one day now you become a dad and stuff and everything and you have your own woman problems, and then you get curious, and then you go, you confront your dad, because there's all of these things that you've always wanted to say for the past 35 years, and then you get there, and guys just calm down. He says, calm down, as kulume. Mm. Let me tell you my version of the story. And then you get the version of the story, and then you go back home, you have nice gin, <laughs> pack of cigarettes, mm. and then, you reflect the whole thing. Yeah. And then you're like, uh, I need to talk to my dad. What was his version of the story? His version of the story was everything that I didn't know. Yeah. So it kind of like 50% of my life. Wow. So I think Saploma, I think Saploma from about five, Dambama, until about five XN. Hmm. It's in this talk. Yeah, yeah. And Nami, I had a lot of things to ask, which I feel good here. A lot of sons should really be asking. Mm. And, and a lot of daughters should also really be asking because you can't be a good lover as a woman unless you confront maybe your father's side of the family. Yeah. And you can't be a good lover as a man until you confront your father's side of the family and then find out whether Abantu are wrong or Abeko wrong and stuff and then make your own conclusions depending on now how old you are. Yeah. Okay. So there are demons. Uh, why do artists have a microphone? What are, <laughs> what, what, what are you doing? I don't worry, that's why I'm here. What, what are you doing? <laughs> don't worry, that's why I'm here. This is tempting. It's like a shine of a man. So what, what you do is, as a woman or as a man, at a certain age, you need to confront all members of the family. Your father's side, your mother's side, and then you're going to find some kind of peace gue, and then maybe you'll become a better lover and become a better parent. But in Yakjelo, it's, 
it's not an easy thing to do. Mm, mm. It's very difficult to do, depending on what kind of angers that you have. But that these are demons that we all have to confront. Yeah. Sooner or later. But do you think without those demons, do you think your music would have been as great as it was? Um, probably it, 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 it would have been slightly different, but I would have still had some issues that I, I needed to confront because as a young man, when you're growing up, um, there's things, you, you create your own problems mm. and then you're also born into certain situations that may be problems. Yeah. Okay, so you inherit certain problems and then you create your own problems. So these are all demons that sooner or later catch up with you. In the latest 25, mm. you, you, you need to confront them. Yeah. What were your demons uh, growing up? Uh, I think I left home a little bit too early. Mm. the age 19. And I think... Um, being away from home in like 1986 also affected me. But there's also the fact that I did study psychology at least for one year. So I did find some, I studied with Piaget. Yeah. I did find some answers uh, about myself and confronting my own demons. And, and also the fact that um, it's okay to be different. Yeah. Okay, uh, or, or, or discover other things about yourself that even your grandparents might have not discovered about themselves. Okay, and then you move on. Otherwise, the whole point of Isola Seven is pointless. Yeah, young told. Yeah. So you have to be different, and a lot of I think a lot of young people have to accept if they feel different. Mm. They have to accept to good they are different. Yeah. They have to accept to good they may not be like their mother. They may not be like their father or their grandmother or their grandfather. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. Mm. Otherwise, we wouldn't have been here. Yeah. Okay? Mm. Um, and then, Abom Kulubetu, they left KZN. Okay? They got their house in 1962. Mm. So, but it needed to take my grandmother and my grandfather to leave KZN, to go live at Alexandra, mm. and then eventually end up as Soweto, and then eventually end up as Zola. So there must always be the initiator. Exactly. With family. Yeah. Otherwise, our families would not be having doctors and lawyers and stuff. Like, you, you come from uneducated people, but now you are a lawyer. Mm. You come from uneducated people, but now you are a doctor. Mm. You come from uneducated people, but now you are an accountant. A podcaster. Yeah, yeah. somebody. Mm. Yeah. So somebody has to initiate. Mm. And then when you initiate, then it becomes a family culture. Yeah. Then everybody will go to high school and everybody will go to varsity because now this is now a family norm. Mm. So we all had to start. But do you think there was anything lacking from your childhood? I got, you know, we had a, an amazing childhood. Wow. Other than apartheid, yeah. which was a nuisance. Mm -hmm. There was food. People did not die. Um, there was no HIV. Mm. There was no COVID. Mm -hmm. Everybody was there. Everybody washed on Sundays and went to church. 
Everybody played on Saturdays, and there was like an abundance of food, even in that difficult situation. Yeah. So I, I don't I don't think I have many complaints. And, and <laughs> w w when does the the, the music uh, bug bite you? Because I've got some cassettes here. <laughs> Hey, I'm gonna hey, kill you. Look at this. Who gave hey. you my cassette? Hey, hey, tell us about this one. Hey. Which one is this one? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> um, Which cassette is that one? <laughs> These are my first two demos. Wow. This is uh early 90s. Yeah. Now footage just like the jersey, I found them. Yeah. Now. Here's a strange thing about both of them. They were both paid for by Utemba Mkiza and Chabukanyi. Because mm. I did not have money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was $3.50 an hour at Top Sandville Extension 3. Mm. So they paid for both of these. I've never released this. Wow. The music in there. It's about 25 songs. Damn. I've never released them. I leave these for my kids. And then... Couple of weeks back, I find this Barori Sibamurena, Dipeko, live in church. I've not seen this in about 25 years. Dude, so, I'm, I'm getting goosebumps right here. Man. Who, who gets Barori Sibamurena in a cassette? <laughs> <laughs> so, so I think I'm gonna frame this with this. Uh, our, our friend. So no one knows these songs? Nobody knows these songs. You remember the songs though? Yes. The, the, one of them was called the Black Panthers because it was me and a couple of guys. And then another one was just me alone. And the Ujabu Kanyele, I don't know how many years he's been gone. Yeah. And uh, I don't even know if Ubaba Utemba Mkiza still remembers me as a kid. Mm. This is before Uzola. I was called Ukush. Yeah, Kush, yes, 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 I know, I know. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, so, these are extremely valuable to me. Sometimes life gets simpler. Yeah. So, I I, I, I keep them. And I, I just thought today, Guti, maybe I should bring them. Uzo Abon. I think these two are probably older than you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no cap. <laughs> Yeah, you're so right, man. Because I remember, <laughs> I remember when you were stupid. Um, there, there was a photo at home. Yeah. I think it was the YFM beach party. Oh, yes. Somebody spiked your drink. <laughs> it was a big... And you, you passed out. <laughs> and I was like, people are sabotaging you and it's, it's so early. <laughs> I remember that picture. <laughs> I think you were less than 20. Yeah. I was like, it's way too early for this. I just started, man. I remember that picture. I just started, eh? Yeah, I was like, some, somebody just sabotaged you here. Yeah. I know this industry very well. Yeah, I know, man. <laughs> you can have one drink mm. and pass out. Yeah. I was like, ah, something happened here. Yeah. Something very bad happened here. But what's, what's your relationship like with the industry? Because I get a feeling like it's a love-hate in terms of you love the people, but not so much what it comes with being famous. Uh, it's changed now. Mm. Zogchela, for an example, you're podcasting now. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
there was a time when there was no podcast. There was no smartphones. There was no SMS. There was no WhatsApp. Instagram. None of those. Instagram, none of those. So whatever went on Sunday, went on Sunday. Mm. And that was the gospel. That was the gospel. And you couldn't do a thing about it. But now if somebody writes something about me on Sunday, if I choose, I can respond same Sunday or I can respond on Monday. Mm. So the game has changed. But there was a time when everything that was written on Sunday, which people made billions out of us, yeah. okay, was the gospel truth. And unfortunately, other people died unhappy. Other people died unhappy because of what was happening to them in the media. But nowadays, we can change it. I can get all of these guys to shoot my own podcast. Yeah. Right? And, and speak your truth. Yeah. Mm. And, and, and speak my truth mm. and, and, and tell my story mm. or my lies. Yeah. 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 But now it's changed. There was just a time when it could not be controlled. It was white-owned, sorry to be racist, and, and it, was, it was there. It made a lot of money for a lot of people that we did not know, and it gave nothing to us except threaten our careers. So, Nogus Buza, Mang Lule was Paximate, okay? Mang Yalezan said Christ, Amachita, how are they sleeping? La Pana Heroes Ache. Are they happy? Or are they not happy? Mm. But these things happened and they couldn't do a thing about it. Because you're fortunate enough now you can tell your truth. Yes, you know? I can tell the truth. But I mean, like, um, like I mean, if, if people are not getting royalties today, if people are not getting their intellectual property today, that means these kids are no longer going to the schools that their fathers intended for them to, to go. go to, mm. okay? And they're never going to get their cars, and they're never going to inherit anything, and then who owns the intellectual property of who? Mm. Me, I can fight. I'm still alive. Mm. They can't. And if I were to die today, my mother knows nothing about the music industry. Yeah. Okay? The four women that have children with me, which are seven, they know nothing about the music industry. Mm. So who would fight mm. for my kids to get their intellectual property every month until they get to varsity, until they all finish at varsity? Which you so, rightfully yes. deserve. That, so that's how bad the damage is. Yeah. In, in, the, in the music industry space. And of lately, I've been hearing, now going jumping into television, I've been hearing Uguti, a lot of shows have been canned. Yeah. Shows are being killed. Yeah. And people are losing jobs. Mm. That means all of those people are going to child court and some of them are going to prison. Mm. Because now shows are being killed. And who stole the money? What happened to them? What happened to the couple of billions that were allocated by government? And why are people losing jobs today? And didn't I talk about this about 15 years ago? Yeah, you did. And they thought you were crazy. Yeah, and mm. they thought, no, he's angry. Mm. And I was like, guys, there's something very wrong happening here. There's no way Uguti billion mm. in a year that is supposed to pay my artist. And people lost jobs, and people died, and people died broke. Mm. How bad was the assassination on your career from the media that you say? Because back then, bro, like, they were going at you every weekend. I cannot be assassinated. It's impossible. 
to kill Zola. But that boy called Nwako Malachi, and that girl called Nombuso Zondi, and that girl called Cassandra, good loser, they had a personal vendetta against me. And they used the resources of the companies that they were working for to try and attack my career. It's just that the fact that it's just, it just, it didn't happen. Yeah, didn't land. Yeah, I even ended up in court at some point mm. with, 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 with this boy, who, by the way, turned out to be working no lands with one of my baby mamas. Huh? How yeah. so? Yeah? How so? Because Lance was paying them. Paying them to do what? <laughs> to do what they, because I'd left the company. So he was paying a baby mama? Yes. I even saw the contract. To speak ill of you? Yes, and the contract came from Media24. Damn it. So when I left the company, people started now attacking me directly because they were being paid elsewhere. But they did not understand the whole thing about him. Say like, if you baby mama, mm. and then you attack me. Mm. At some point, Ixobanama results. Yes. And the people that are paying you to attack me are not always going to be there. Yeah. You're going to end up with me and then and then just attend the child court. And those people who are paying you are not always going to be there. Mm -hmm. So when you act out of anger, eventually it comes back to bite you. That's basically how it is. Mm. So whoever got paid to say whatever they wanted to say, or whatever was composed, that they, they, they needed to say, it's now come back to bite them. Because oh, the truth is coming out. That's basically how it is. Even if the truth doesn't come out, the fact is that if I'm making 500000 a month and you attack me, right, I'm going to end up at 50000 a month. And at 50000 a month, you're the one who's going to suffer. Mm. That's basically how it works. Mm. So, in media, uh, the white media, why is this guy sneaking in? <laughs> Don't scare us all at all. <laughs> the, the, the white-owned media made a lot of money out of black people. They almost never write anything about their own white people. Okay, they made a lot of money out of black people, and then those people today are mostly dead. Our second club in Abanya, they committed suicide. Abanya, they went too much into drugs. Abanya, they went into depression, and those people are now dead. So the reality of it is that we've attended a shitload of funerals, questionable funerals. Was it suicide? Was it? Uh, Overdose yama drugs, was it bipolar? What the what the fuck happened? But people are dead. And and the moms are so to Alexi, Ecoculate and stuff, they are left there confused. Like, what happened to my son? And at this time when this is happening, you can see what's happening, but no one believes you. I can see it. And now I, I told people in time, who would they be too careful? But we did not have these resources, they did not exist. If we had these resources, some 20 years ago, we would have fixed it. Mm. But they just did not exist. Yeah. So what makes you go against a big corporation like Get Rough at the time, you know, who took you in, made you big, you became a cash cow, and you decided, you know what, I'm going to get what I deserve, juices, I'm leaving. At the time, 
do you think you made the right move in hindsight? Yes, why? I'm from ghetto, Ralph. I'm from a ghetto that's very rough. You're a product of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm ghetto rough before ghetto rough. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. I needed it. Back then in the days, you, you couldn't license yourself. You needed to get a record deal. Oh, okay. You couldn't so, just go on the internet and, yeah, and post yeah, your you, song. You couldn't. Yeah. So now, when you get a record deal, it depends what he... Um, which end of the stick are you getting? Yeah. Right? There's this thing they call fine print. Mm, mm, yeah. Mm, mm. 100%. People yeah. can fuck you up. Yeah. Really good. Uze uvu ga utoluguti. I'm not next. They own 80% <laughs> of your shit. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah. And then sometimes you wake up after 20 years and find out somebody owns yeah. most of your work. And what, it's on fine print. Yeah, what we call intellectual property. property yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, um, and then when you try to reverse that and fight that back, things can end up very badly. Um, a court. Like in Zokai example, um, there was something written about me leaving it at up. Oh, yes. Okay. But nobody knows why I left it at up. Mm that a kid called me who intellectually owned it. What? <laughs> <laughs> and asked me if, was I the owner of Itataku? And I said, no, I'm not the owner of Itataku, but I confronted a couple of people, including trying to talk to Sisubasetzan, mm. to explain what the hell was happening here. Then I decided, Woody, Morally, I should leave. Mm. Because Lenden is the guy wrong. Mm. But there's some kid out there that actually owns Tatak. Wow. And it, and, it, and it was taken away from him. And then when I asked this girl, Umpolingan, she said, No, if you work for us, then everything that is in your brain, we own it. Damn it. Because this kid apparently was working for them. Mm. And probably used their resources yeah. to come up with the idea. But when it came out in the paper, they said, I have fatherhood issues. It wasn't that. It's the fact that I was talking to this child on the phone. Mm. And this guy was young. And uh, this thing, if you get a contract like that, if it runs for 20 years, that means you're good for 20 years. Yeah. Yeah. They took it away from him. Oh. And there's no way I can prove it unless that kid gives me a call. Because not only did he, he went and signed with another channel. So this kid was pre-commissioned before Mshuta. Mm. And then this kid called me and said, I've got paperwork. Oh. You see, that's, that's how horrible things can be. Abantu Babugeles in TV and they call it entertainment. Almost as if you could do a section of your show yeah. and call it the backstory. Mm, behind the story. Yeah. Mm. Behind the story, the story behind the story. Yeah. And find out from people what exactly is happening in this industry. Mm. So, Angelang Engine, because it's because I don't feel like working for now. And that's it. And I will not work until I find a company that is honest, that is willing to pay me what I need to be paid that is willing to take my ideas and make them my intellectual property, sign down on it, 
I now know about the fine print, right? And then I can go and work for my kids. Otherwise, I wouldn't have worried. How much at your height, at the height of your career, how much was Gator Ruff making from you? That's the thing I was trying to find out two months back at Samro. Yeah. All they had to do at Samro was to turn the screen around and show me how much Gator Ruff is still making out of me. And they told me which they can't. So as an artist like South Africa, when you go to Samro and you ask them to show you the numbers, they actually refuse. So nobody knows how much they are making. That is why I was telling you earlier on, there was a story of Amanda Black that she was saying, I don't know where we be podcast, mm. but she was saying how difficult her life has been. Right? And so Amanda Black had a monster album. So the question is, what happened to her money? I've never even met her. Mm. What happened to Fifi Cooper's money? Fifi Cooper comes to my house all the time. Yeah. Okay. But why are these people not millionaires? Because each and every one of them should be sitting easily on 10 million collecting dust. Hmm. Why are they not millionaires? What happened? But we seem to see this movie over and over again, man. Yeah. You know, it's till this day. I mean, I was chilling with MT, same thing. Yeah. He was um, performing like six gigs a night, winning awards. He was like the biggest thing in town, getting paid 15,000 a month. Never mind the six gigs a month. I mean, like a night. Sometimes those six gigs are five hours apart. Yeah. Yeah. We have to drive to Kruger's talk. Mopet took the stage immediately. Ungene motuing. Siempu malang. Mopet took the stage immediately. Ungene motuing. Siakezeren. Okay. So, in a weekend, you can do over 24 hours of driving. Hmm. Or more. Okay. And, but still, Imaliako is not being declared. With, with how much money exactly are you getting? We're buying Nzo Vuga one day and discover Oguti. Oh, I thought in Holy 15,000 with deductions. And only to, to discover Oguti, Uzola is worth 80,000 on stage. Yeah. And that's how much they're quoting. Because Omunyu Mama Wang Tuga, I want to figure later showing. Solo Mama Lona, she was like, yeah, for somebody I'm paying 60,000, you shouldn't be doing this. And I mean, I'm going to go to the house. I'm going to go to the house. I'm going to go to the house. I think it's a good thing. It's a performing. So, Mama Lona, my question I went and I found her and discovered that she was MEC. I was like, Mama, I'm going to repeat it and she logged in. She was like, I paid you 60,000. I was like, do you have proof? Paperwork? Mm. She was like, I do have proof paperwork. So I went to a hotel room and then she showed me. I was like, oh, so Uzola is worth 60,000. At the time? That was like 15 years ago. Yeah. I was like, oh, I didn't know this. And then more confronting company, then the company at Alia Colors. So I'm an artist of Bagley country. They don't know how much they are worth. The only thing ends like with the people are risking losing cars and losing houses. Do you own your masters? Yeah. Do you own your masters? I'll find out. So till this day, you don't know? No, the ones I have now, I own. 
Okay. This, I've, I've been recording for 20 years. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I've got um, I've got enough music. If I die today, my children will be able to release an album of mine every year for the next 50 years. Oh, dope. Yeah. Dope, dope. I got those. Can I feature in the, yeah? in the songs? <laughs> you may not feature. <laughs> I will not be used again. <laughs> it's not gonna happen. But um, I, I'm an artist up by the younger ones. They come to my house and we sit down and uh, I talk to them. Uh, lucky most of the time, I'm able to stop them before they sign. What do you think the, the, the solution is, man? Because we've seen this movie too many times, bro. It's like this thing, okay, podcast. Uh, now people need to do things for themselves. Okay? Um, in the important, Ilana, Uguba, with a strong team, you must have people who believe in you. Okay? About, about cameraman. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Mm. Once you have a, a strong team, mm. then you can do things yourself. Mm. Other than, I hear you young, dumb people <laughs> talking about the crew. Yes, yes. This is my crew. Mm. The, the word crew comes from the shipping industry. Okay? A crew, when everybody is on a ship, everybody has a purpose. Otherwise, you may not be in the ship. Mm. That's right. <laughs> I see. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's where the word crew comes from. You can't just be having guys hanging around in a couple of and they call themselves a crew. Like, why are you here? Mm. Why are you in my car? Why are you traveling with me? Why are you getting VIP access through me? If you call yourself a crew, what exactly are you here for? What are you contributing? Yeah. What are you contributing? Mm. So the, the crew. Oh, and shit as well. Eh? Mm. Uh, back in the days in Mississippi, mm. uh, they used to carry manure. Yes, yes, yes. Down, down the river. Yeah. So the crates were stinking because they were they were fecal matter. Mm. Okay. So they used to put them on top of the ferries. Okay. So the crates were written S H I T, which means Ship high in transit. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> before, before that, the word ship did not exist. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Understand? So we need to get deep into things. Mm. <laughs> so. Where do you read that, man? Where do you know that? I've been reading, man. Eh? I've been reading for years. Yeah. Yeah. So it's ship high in transit. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> and fuck mm, me, mm. means fornication under consent of the king. <laughs> You're lying. When men went to war and many men died, a king would order all the girls to be pregnant. It was called fornication under consent of the king. That's where F-U-C-K comes from. I've been saying fuck all my life. I didn't even know what it meant. It's not vulgar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are you fucking with my mind? <laughs> I'm not. You fucking with my mind. I'm not your average great dude. Shit. Wow, man. Are you cool with Lunston? 
Lance has got a special place in hell. Mm. Like where there's most coal. Mm. That's where he's gonna go and burn. Mm. He's destroyed so many people, it's not funny. He's unable to destroy me, but I know a lot of things about other artists. The ones that I even found, I found Edgar Toraf mm, mm, before mm, me, mm. okay? Mm. And they are way older than me, and they have nothing to show. Yeah. So he's got, a, he's got a special place in hell. You haven't seen him, spoken to him? No, but he's, he's been uh, speaking to people who are trying to speak to me. We know for a fact that some of the things or most of the things that happened in the media actually came through him because immediately he leaves the office, Media 24, journalists start calling me, Ute Lance was here mm. and he was doing this. So that's what he does. I... He, 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 he tries to destroy people. If you decide to leave, like you've seen with many companies that we will not mention. Yeah. If you decide to leave, funky things start happening to you. Yeah. So it's that's, a sad reality. Yeah, that's uh, basically what's happening. And then, and a lot of people, I think, have learned from Lance and they're using that trick to try and destroy other people. So you may sign with me as an artist. Yeah. But you may not leave. Mm. Even if you decide which you're growing up and you want to start your own record label, if you decide to do that, I'm gonna do everything in my power to destroy you. That's what they do. Weren't you scared to go head to toe with them? Yeah? Because if I was you, I would have said, hey, okay, cool, man, just give me my salary, it's fine, man. Hey, whatever, bro. Talk, do you have any idea what would happen if I ended up in one room with him? Hmm. You need to go toe-to-toe -to -toe with people. I mean, what is the whole point of fighting apartheid? Yeah and winning against apartheid. Mm. Because it got to a point where people were pissed off and it was enough. Yeah. And this is about maybe 500 years later. Mm. And then people fought and that's how we ended up with 1994, mm. which is the first black inaugurated man, Nelson Mandela, to become a president of a country. Yeah. It's at Afrit, which we were very late because other countries were long liberated. Yeah. Okay. And stuff, but the whole idea was to have a fighting spirit. And and and, and having grown during apartheid and seeing the, how how things are now, have they changed? Or is stuff still the same? Ah, uh, not much. Not much, ne? Yeah. Especially if you go to Cape Town, ne? Yeah, not much. Ne? Not much. Mm. Uh, people still want to keep to their races. Uh, we still have our moms working at Makishi, Nibatiba Sevens, and Machaltini. The bloody domestic workers. Our fathers are still gardeners. A shitload of foreigners are migrating from their countries because of discomfort coming to South Africa, which they've been doing from way back in the 60s. Okay, from the days of our, even before that, about Cecil John Rhodes when they wanted to build the Cape to Cairo, and they, they, needed, they, need, they needed a lot of labor workers to go work in the mines. So people have been migrating to South Africa forever. So much of South Africa almost does not have borders. Mm. Okay, mm. and this is, this is our history as black people. Mm. 
any one of us could be related to a Mozambican mm, or a Zimbabwean. Mm, yeah, because, they, like, I mean, I grew up in Soweto. We've been living with Mozambicans and Zimbabweans forever. Yeah. Okay? Any one of them could be my relative. That's, that's what Cape to Cairo basically was to build a railway track from Cape to Cairo to take all the wealth of Africa out of Africa into Europe. Mm. That was what Cape to Cairo, that was Cecil John Rhodes' mm. vision. Hence, that country was called Rhodesia before it was called Zimbabwe because it was named after him. Mm. That is why Ikonga will never recover because of King Leopold, who completely destroyed that country. That is why we as black people in this country cannot fully recover because of what apartheid did to us. How do we combat it? Yeah? How do we fight it? We change the mindset. And how do we do that? Huh? Well, the kids must go to school. It's yeah. no longer about us. Yeah. The next generation must be fine-tuned. Why do we have this here? Uh, Auburn said he wants them here. This is 1996. Yeah. Young Communicators Awards was the South African champion. Yeah. Speech contest. I think I'm the second black kid doing that. Shit. Yeah, public speaking. <laughs> this is... How nice of you to join us, Saul. <laughs> artist, artist of the year, MTN Summer. I tell you why I brought this here. Yeah. And you, all of you, listen to me. There's a problem when a black child tries so much, but there's no incentive. Black kids get fuckle. No matter how many goals you score, no matter how many debating sessions you win, Black kids get fuckle. They don't bring certificates home, nothing. So it's messing up with the psychology. How can I score two goals at school and win a speech contest and I bring home nothing? That is why then you get a lot of people being forced to take their kids to the so-called private schools. Because there are things that private schools offer that since 1994, black schools and cars still do not offer. Therefore, it messes up with the psychology. So this is the first trophy I ever won. Everything else came after this one. Hmm. If only a black child in the neighborhood could bring something home like this, it would stimulate them then to become Zola then to win the summer awards and the metros and everything. But it started with that plastic trophy. Is it true they didn't want to give you a Lifetime Achievement Award uh, this, at the summers? I think I got one from the metros, oh. Channel O. But not the summers? I don't know. Mm -hmm. I have no idea. People talk. So what's your South African dream then? Or African dream? In a perfect world for you? In a perfect world, there would not be borders, first of all, in Africa. It would be the USA, the United States of Africa. Cheers. Love that. Yeah. Love that. And we could roam and travel freely, and we could own our mineral wealth, 
and we could benefit from it. And then there's a lot of us that need to go back to farming, less shopping in shops, more farming. There's things that we need to relearn that I think as Africans we've lost. And then there'd be a lot of kids that need to go to school, even if they don't use that education, but if they could just get it, then we would change how we function. You must remember this one thing. That apartheid completely missed out on, and they didn't pick it up. Apartheid was fighting sober black women. Mm. There was a shitload of them. Their fathers were in exile. Some fathers were in shallow graves. Some fathers were in Robin Island. So apartheid missed out on this one little thing that they were fighting a shitload of sober black women. They completely missed it. Had they managed to get a black woman drunk in somewhere like 1963, you and I would have been the third generation of children born with a natural alcohol. Mm. Yeah, alcohol uh, fetal syndrome. I think I've got that one, me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if they wanted to destroy us, they should have had a black woman drunk from the 60s. They would have won a long time ago. They wouldn't even have been in a fight. Hmm. So we owe our freedom to sober black women. Yeah. We owe our freedom to our grandmothers who were very sober. <laughs> 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 but <laughs> that is why Mokurumange Women's Day, if you, if you check all of those women there, and you, you, you check what they did confronting the apartheid system, knowing that they would have been shot. Mm. And it was very possible, but they did it anyway. Apart from all the violence and, you know, how fucked up apartheid was, yeah. can you not appreciate the genius of the system? The art of war. Yeah. You must know your enemy. Yeah. You must know all of his weapons and all of his uh, fighting strategies and all of his thefts and everything. So it's very important for us to know apartheid and understand why it existed so long and why it still does. The book called The Art of War talks about that. Credo Mutra talks about that. There's no way you can go to war with a guy that you don't understand how he's, he's coming to F you up. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it was very important, it's still important for all of us to understand what apartheid is and was about and how we ended up not owning land. And the minority of people who are white now own all the land and all the mineral wealth. Then you'll understand why some wars across this continent have not ended in about 40 years. People are still fighting and killing each other. Oh. 40, 50 years later. If South Africa went into a civil war in 1994, you and I would have been generals by now mm. in a military somewhere. Mm. That's why some white people ran away, they went to Texas, and some white people ran away and went to Perth because they were not prepared to be ruled by a black man. So when you go to Perth in Australia, 
It's an entire community that speaks Africans. Yeah. Yeah. And then what do you think about, you know, like black on black crime that still happens today in terms of us not supporting each other? Because I think another way we can combat this is keeping the rand together, for example, you know, and supporting each other. Because if you do that, then what money does the white people have? Buy black. Support black. Stop writing Zola's music. Okay? If you've ever written any of my music illegally, then you owe me 50 bucks which probably is, amounts to a couple of millions. We need to support black business, and we need to support black ideas. And uh, some fossils, some dinosaurs need to retire. I'm beginning to get a feeling that nobody listens to black youth anymore. Mm, mm, mm. People are too old and too safe and too traditional. Mm. They are no longer listening to what the black youth wants to say. And they forget to go to Bona in 1976. They were the same youth. And they needed to be listened to. Mm. And now they don't, it's, it's like, like, now, like, girls need to pass sexual favors to get things going. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a couch interview, mm, mm. okay? It's difficult now to get the bazaar nowadays. It's difficult to go and sell your idea to a channel and go somewhere. So what is happening is that black-on-black black violence is huge because there are just people in here who just specialize in killing dreams, mm, 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 okay? Mm, mm. And at the same time, I was listening to some young lady here was telling me, Oguti, you know, what you guys are not looking into is the fact, Oguti, there's a black woman on black woman violence. It's like, what are you talking about? She was like, it's very difficult to be corporate. You just get an older woman making life difficult for you because mm. you are younger, more. So forget about you guys abusing women. Other women abuse us. Mm. I was like, oh, I didn't see it like that. They're like, yeah. You just go to work to cry and, and, and get disappointed and come back home feeling like you need to take a shower because you feel dirty. Mm. Coming from other women. So, also, women need to look into themselves much as we are looking into ourselves. Yeah. Okay? And see if, if you were a woman at age 40, would you be willing to mentor a woman at age 20 mm. and grow her as a sister and get her somewhere. So it dialogue here too. Mm. We've got so many subjects and topics that we need to talk about as black people. Why do you care so much about this? Okay, if you and I have a car accident today, what are we gonna leave behind? Uh, you leave a lot, not me, not so much. <laughs> <laughs> okay, babe. I've got seven kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amongst them, five of them are girls. Mm. So the world needs to be fixed mm. before I leave. Mm. So that my kids are safe there. Yeah. But you and I, as black men with this in mm. we are also fathers to millions of kids that we'll never meet. Huh. But they are there and they exist. There's a whole idea of, of being a people. Yeah. This country needs to stay safe. It needs to be fixed. It needs to be 
economically viable. All the kids need to go back to school. We need to maintain our social ground and everything. As a model country for other countries. Oh, those, those are things that we are. Yeah. There we have no choice, Tsotia. All right, let's talk about the music, man. All right, cool. Uh, hey. Uh, <laughs> hey, I remember I was watching that... that, that uh, um, Hello, Pink Lady. <laughs> Uh, I was how watching. I was watching this thing you did with Casper. Yeah. Uh, of how you recorded Nyabonga uh, <laughs> Power. And I could just tell, man, you're in your zone. You're in your element. You didn't even write that shit down, bro. Nah. It's a. Uh, Let me move the mic for you. There. It's, it's one of those things where sometimes Moses Studio, Ugufiranje energy. And then the energy, then my figure. It's almost as if I'm a lyrics as well. What what energy was that that day? The first thing you need is um, ice cracking. Yeah. Fanelas plum, caras chile. Okay. As a machit. Yeah. And then the song will lead us. So Masi Happy's plum in the studio. The song will be happy. If I want to say, the song may be said. Mm. And if we feel like gangster, the song may go gangster. So Casper hit you up, said come through. Yeah, it's it, it been hitting me for a while. I'm getting sick. I'm getting mm. epilepsy. Okay. Okay. I think I got diagnosed about three years ago. So I couldn't go to him. Mm. What's epilepsy? Which one is that one? I'm epileptic. Yeah. I I fall. I faint a much. Oh, you're lying. So. Yeah. Hey, we don't want that, eh? Yeah. For real? What yeah. is that? Lack of what? Uh, no, epilepsy, you are born with it, but it may show up later on in life. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Or it can show up much earlier in life. Mm. It's just that I'm on seriously heavy medication. So Damn. bad, Ugutu Oprah was begging me to come here because I, I actually couldn't. Wow. <laughs> Thank you for coming, man. Yeah, so. When did it start? When did you f start falling? When was the first time you fell? About three years back. The first time you fell? Yeah. What was happening? Um, I wouldn't know. Mm. I just, I'll just wake up after two hours and I'm here on the floor. Damn. I just fall. Mm. Uh, it, it, sometimes it doesn't even warn me. Mm. We could be talking like this. Do you remember that, that, that thing they, they were, the, the media was trying to push about me having a car accident? Yeah, and recently, yeah. 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 That was epilepsy. Yeah. So in Bambe, man, I took Pumezolange in a quiz. Unfortunately, ni wa ne kari. Yang lasha pants. Shanga na nama bonda ganje. Chai I think I picked up some sixty thousand uh, extra money because in shama radiator, shama radiator. In fact, in sizo in doane na ten. Yeah, busy ambulance. Mm. <laughs> so, and unfortunately, benga vange kariam, benga vange kariamuntu because before that, e angsha, angsha ne kariam. So e kariam ya limal. So benga mange moto muni muntu, yang pinda food. So officially, you will never see me in a steering wheel again. Yeah, yeah. Good deal. For your own safety as well. Oh, everybody's safety on the road. Mm, mm. Because 
COVID-19, but there's other illnesses that... Uh, what else do you suffer from? Do you suffer from, like, bipolar? Mm-mm. No bipolar. I've never been... I was only diagnosed by the media. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> the media are very good at diagnosing. <laughs> they're, very, they're very, very, very good. Yeah, <laughs> okay. yeah. But other than that, I'm perfectly fine, because I'm getting my own name. Epilepsy, mm. finally, shabo CT scanning, finally, mm. a neurologist. So, mentally, we fine, eh? Yeah, bang fucking tambola, candle on his bar, bang check, and then the checker. They only said, Would I have too much electricity in my body? And then this doctor said, Uvu and Jalexin and walk for one hour. So, that's what I do. Oh, nice. I walk for one hour. But these are all new things to me because I need to adjust to them because mm. I've never really been sick at Ifinium. Have you ever suffered from depression? Is there anybody who hasn't? Mm. Is there a human being in this room that can tell me that you've never suffered or suspected depression? Me, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah? I, I, I don't think... I think a lot of people have suffered from depression. It's just that they don't know it. Mm. Because until you get diagnosed with it, yeah. like professionally, yeah. you may not know what you have it or not. So it would be safe for... What was happening at the time? How did you know? Yeah? How did you know that this is depression? No, I didn't know it's depression, but all I know is that I just spent a lot of time at home, like abnormally a lot of time at home. When people were asking, oh. I was just, I was listening to everybody. Mm. I was listening to Rene, but I just, I stayed at home. Mm. Mm. I uh, just, um, I didn't feel like going out. I didn't feel like taking shows. Um, I'd walk a mini. Um, I didn't feel like doing television jobs. I just stayed at home. Mm. What were you doing at home? What were you doing at the time? Are you reading? No, I was just chilling in my garden. I'm a chitabuakon. It was every day I was on bona, but I just stayed home. Like, um, you know, it does get to a point where you don't even want to be famous. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think there's a difference between fame and prison? Fame and prison? Mm. What do you mean? In terms of like when you're famous, right? It feels some sort of like a prison because you have to do these certain things, live a certain way, uh, you know, move a certain way. You kind of like stop being yourself. You, st- so you stop being Bonginkos and stop being Zola 7 because people expect Zola 7. We drive, we drive tinted windows cars. Yeah. Well, I, I could park here and nobody would even know what I'm here. Yeah. Do you want to drive tinted window cars? No. Exactly, that's what I mean. Yes, then in that way, it can become a prison. Mm. And um, that's when you, you, you need to surround yourself with very positive, strong-minded people so that when you, when you fall, when you crash, when you crumble, there are other people who take care of you, even if they have to hide you for that time. Yeah. Even if it's six months. Mm. They have to hide you until you recover over grand. You see this? I was 42, I'm 32 now. 
I lost a lot of weight over the past one year. Yeah. I was extremely sick. I was home. I was shaking. I was sweating. Oprah was there every day looking after me. Not a single day in gym. It just happened naturally. Mm. And uh, that's when then we had to go and see a neurologist and stuff and everything. There's another nice guy there called Dr. Korasi. Uh, where to check me and stuff, who sends them a blood test, I was CT scan and all of those things. Uh, because now everybody around me was afraid, would he? I'm gonna join the rest of the clan, I'm gonna die too and end up at, uh, at Hero's Acre. Mm, mm. And I couldn't eat well, uh, but and stuff and everything, but most, most of the solids I couldn't. Mm. And then it took me to seriously recover. And there's a guy called uh, Dr. Dr. Sebi. Mm -hmm. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I got a lot of the, the, the natural things from him. And those put me back up. Yeah. That's great, man. Yeah. Shout out to him, man. Eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. May he rest in peace. I hear he died. Oh. Yeah, so it, 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 it was that it was it was a lot of that. It actually some of it came from a, a, a Deben. I had to sit of those. Nowadays, I have to take a medication. Exen, I have to take a medication. Damba, mama pilisai to exen, mama pilisai to damba, mama just to to get by. So what you see, mm. you think is normal, oh. but if I don't take that medication, I would not even be able to walk from that car to come here. But that's what I'm saying. That song you did with Casper is so special because it sounds to me like you're praying in the in the. I was actually very sick during that song. You should ask him. Yeah, <laughs> I think we did like Amakata 25. Oh. Yeah, and then after that I had to go straight to the hotel and sleep. Yeah. But the song needed to be done. The video needed to be done. Yeah. Because what you put out there in public, I don't want to depress people. Mm. And so on. So I was fighting to look normal, mm. but I wasn't. Hmm. I was actually extremely very sick during that video. Sure. I was so sick, Uguti, one day in court, I couldn't go. I had to call and cancel. That's how bad it was. Yeah, that's how bad it was. What do you think about the music scene right now? The music scene? I think the music scene is good, but I think that it's, 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 it's not moving. I'm not, I'm not seeing... South Africa becoming more of an international industry. But I also see a lot of South Africans doing music for themselves on their own ever since the industry changed, mm. which is safe, mm. good, provided you, you know how to distribute properly. Uh, you can uh, get somewhere very quickly. Yeah. What do you think about these rappers that try to sound American instead of, you know, trying to keep it local, like a Cuesta or a Casper, for example? I'd rather shut up on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure? Are you sure? I'm sure. <laughs> Why? They're not going to like what you're going to say. Uh, eh? They're not going to like what you're going to say. Uh, Uncle Zola may break some hearts. So yeah? 
Yeah. Just shut up on that one. <laughs> Who do you think is going to be the next superstar, like the next Zola? Because we haven't seen a Zola in a while. I think Casper might be the closest thing closest, since... Yeah. yeah. But who do you see now as like that reminds you of you? I, th- there can only be one me, but uh, people must invent themselves and become themselves. Um, I, I, I do see Ukespa going international. Um, I also see Ukesta going international mm. as well. But I also think, Uguti, there's a couple of people that we haven't had enough of them. Like Abu Zambia. They need to drop something. Mm. I feel, Uguti, the energy, maybe they might have been de- de- depressed by the music industry and stuff, but I feel, Uguti, they, they, they could drop something, revive themselves and and, and, and maintain it. I myself owe the public something. Yeah. Just let me recover, because I'm, I'm dealing with my health, mm. okay? But I have enough songs. I myself owe myself something, but at the same time, I've seen Uguti, the music industry, going back to your question, it's yeah. changed. So I've adjusted a bit. Mm. I mean, you guys now got these things uh, you got the, all of this. The cameras used to be this big. Everything has gone compact and smarter yeah, and cleaner. And smaller. And yeah, and mm. stuff. And so, like, uh, I know, Guti, I, I need to adjust a bit. If I decide to go back on television, specifically television, yeah. which is one of my greatest passions, mm. Uh, that means I'll have to go buy Lama 5D Lawa and, mm. and forgetting Lama mm. high definition Lawa because in Nawanga and they get them smarter and they pack more information and, yeah. and all of those things and it makes it easier to travel. Yeah. Um, that I'll have to have a conversation with corporate. Yeah. See if Utinale can give me one of these X5s. <laughs> So I'm I sure can you drive. <laughs> you know, I mean, you're not driving anymore. You're not driving anymore. <laughs> somebody, somebody will drive me. But you know, yeah. like all of those things, everything has changed now. Yeah. And it's that, that's why sometimes Mangbugeli TV, I'm like, I. Somebody's shooting with an old camera. Yeah. Yeah. Things are crisper and clearer now and stuff. Yeah. It's all of those things that are needed. So. We can't do those things, Tsotsiam, mm. without the aid of corporate and the state. 100%. Not in Ted. Yeah. Yeah. We can't. We black people's pumekas. Like, we, we need to buy all of these cameras and, and buy all of these lights. I see our LED light, our fun now. Mm. All of those things. We, uh, and, and, and shoot. And, but at the same time, uh, shoot. It's pointless having all of these cameras unless you have good content. Yeah. I have a problem with the things I see on TV now. Mm. It's like just somebody is out there to just expose black people. How did the Zola 7 concept come about? Is that your IP? Way back. Yeah. 
Fuck. Way back. But when I caught before Isola 7, Ben Shooter, Isola on 5. Mm. But Isola on 5 was just conversation. Yes, yes, yes. It wasn't being physically involved. Yeah. But then, then Magen Isola 7, because I was young, then I could afford to travel. So you came up with that idea? Which is why I have a lot of ex girlfriends, because I was never home. <laughs> <laughs> and babies and seven kids <laughs> and seven kids. I was actually because I'm never home. Yeah, standard. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's on a seven in cost. It was fine because I was young. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, when I choose a by 12, and they were all bachelors. Yeah. I come allow Jesus Christ. I'm one of those. <laughs> There's no record with any one of them got me read. Yeah. <laughs> Till this day. Yeah. So unfortunate. Let's talk about Zola 7, man. That was a game changer, bro. Like, I think that put you, that made South Africa fall in love with you. Like, from young, old, white, whatever. Do you think I should do it again? I think you should. Yeah. Why not? Because my phone is ringing off the hook. Yeah. Is it true season eight you had to pay for it yourself? Yeah, I did. 4.5 million. Five. Five million. Why, why did you have to do that? Because it needed to stay there. There was a conversation, and the conversation was like, I saw Patala later on, Patishute, and I had a, a lot of employees that I needed to get paid. So I, uh, I needed to shoot, man, but I was also warming up to the idea of owning my own company mm. uh, and seeing if, can I do this thing on my own? Mm. And it was heavy, but it got done because I had the right people. And so Massive with Zola 7, unfortunately, some horrible things happened. Uh, I wanted to check... Uh, a woman called Usbong Iseni Kabata. Mm. That woman that was found last year chopped up a Kailich. Mm. She was my PA. Oh. Mm. So I sometimes feel Uguti. Her Zola 7 not ended. There was there would have been no need for her to leave and she'd probably be still alive. Oh. So as news in Thomas Enzega, a TV in our music industry, they have this thing we call a ripple effect. Yeah. They affect other things and other people, and they can continue for years. And did you get your money back, your five million? I don't remember. I'll have to ask. Mm. I'll have to. I'll have to ask Unkambole about that. Yeah. But did I get my five million back? If I didn't get it back, we're getting it back. Yeah. And then she'll buy SUV and now enjoy it. Clean, clean, yeah. clean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. 
<laughs> I remember watching one episode and you did the the uh, you did an episode with that lady who was an opera singer and then you guys did Don't Cry. <laughs> that was powerful that episode. I was watching it with my mother. You know what's also very important about that episode? That's when we introduced Tasso to the public. Huh. Impact music. Mm. Yeah. That's also the same album where we found Dukes. Singang. Huh. Yeah. Singang. So I don't think that album was about me, eh? Nah. Yeah. It wasn't. <laughs> you didn't fuck what to do with me. There were other individuals that needed to be found. And Utaso is a very quick producer. Mm. Because literally that day, he kind of played me my entire album. Mm. It just did not have lyrics. He just had beats. Oh, I see. And I just listened to beats, and then we just went. How did the Son of Lom, the song with Unati come about? One of the greatest Mandabu, songs you... Yes. Mantombazan. Angazeng Chorunati, ne? I insist on this, ne? I've been hearing stories out there. <laughs> <laughs> you wish you had. Yeah. You wish you had. Uh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Where Papa was that? Angazong Choduna, It's just that the chemistry was absolutely nice because what was happening is that I was actually driving. I think we are so way too. Yeah. Then, Unati was on radio. Mm. This is even before Babu Musengan, way back before Babu Musengan. Mm. And then she sang and she hit her note. Mm. And then I got into the studio and I, I said, Gulansi, you better find me this girl. Hmm. There's something I heard. Um, it was like the African version of Lauren Hill. Wow. <laughs> what a compliment. Yeah. So they got her into the studio and I could see which she's shy. So Samenzeli coffee, then I started motong avai. After I sang that verse. And then I came back and she was done with it. And then Wavaya and then Sai Mixa. Now, if you remember carefully, I think that song is from Ten City. Mm. That's the way love is. That's the way, That's the way yeah. love is. I grew up with it. It was always in my in my ear. And then side dropper. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, yeah. It became a monster. Still is. Yeah. It be, it became a very huge song. Now in the advantage because the song sounded familiar. Mm. to them. Mm. And then the young people, the song sounded familiar. So there was no need to market that song. Yeah. It just blew up. Is that your favorite song you've ever done? Nah. The favorite song I've ever done, I still can't finish up to now. Wow. You can come to my studio and listen to it. <laughs> hey, that must be heat. Nah, each time I each time I try to record it, I just cry and then I leave it there. Wow. And then and then go back into the house. What's wow. it about? Huh? What's it about, the song? It's about my mysterious son that I have not seen in a couple of years. True story. 
true story. You got a mysterious son. He did live in Joburg. And then he ended up in KZN, and I've not seen him in years. And so each time I try to finish that song, I can't. I've finished a lot of songs except that one. Wow. What's his name? Huh? What's his name? Kamala Kuntatagu Saliyama. Jamin. How old is he? This year? Yeah. Should be about 10. Mm. So the baby mama won't give you access? No, it's not that. It's the fact that I've, I've been there several times and just n nobody opened the gate and my son was here in Joburg and then uh, one day I drove to see him because crest and then I got there and I found an empty flat. Mm -hmm. And uh, th th that was it. Hectic. So he, he better not come back one day, 10 years from now, and... Uh, Ask me things I won't be able to answer. I'll try as a dad. But it just... Uh, these things happen, man. Yes. So we, we, we all carry some kind of a burden inside. Some are way too painful, some are light. <clears throat> some are, are just mysterious, but it will probably be the... Same situation that happened between me and my dad. We'll probably have a conversation. And then I'll tell him my side of the story. If he was sitting here right next to you, what would you say to him? Hmm? If he was sitting here right next to you, what would you say to him? I'd just hold him. I think he'd be too young to understand. Mm. He's identical to me. Is it? <laughs> so you didn't close your eyes. There's another Mzoli still. <laughs> the little fucker. <laughs> Look, before, before we, I want to talk about your acting quickly, ne? Because mm -hmm. for me, but I'll tell you now, now. Before we go into acting, yeah. Yorville, Berea, what was happening back in the days when you were coming up, bro? Which stars came from there, man? You mean when Yorville was a suburb? Yeah. Say it. When Yovel was a suburb? Yes. <laughs> Yovel was a suburb. Because it sounds lit, man. Everybody was there. Yeah. About Tandi, Swamazwai, everybody. There was a place that Pana called the Times Square, where we all used to hang. About Mendoza, about Jassidi, everybody was there. And then, what happened is that there was the Mandela Bridge. Yeah. And then some of us crossed over. <laughs> some of us didn't. Yeah. <laughs> the, the trick was the Mandela Bridge. Yeah. Who's crossing over, who's not. Yeah. And then uh, there were studios there. There were a lot of Americans. There were a lot of South Africans, a lot of Zimbabweans. It was a melting pot mm. of something amazing. And then it just decimated. Yeah, it became something else because Kumbulogutu uh, Evo had the studio in the same building uh, upstairs uh, at, at Times Square. Mm. So here's a thing one day ago. There was something called the chicken basket. Mm. And, and we're sitting there, we're having chicken basket, lots of pools. Yeah. 
So we have figures is Brenda. Utu Brenda. Or done, or done, or done. Or done, what did I say? Or done, I find out. Or done, chicken basket. I see a cow, I see a cow. My dad was his friend, we are so good. And didn't they are good? Batalan? You can never take it away from Brenda. You can never. As a son of Council, the human Mendoza. No problem. That is a swipe. That is a pattern. She was driving a green. Um, Revo. Yeah. One day, motor. I can't remember. So salas, so salas. Me, I forgot how this works. Yeah. But just the fact you were sitting with Brenda. Wow. Just something amazing. Yo, 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 yo. You gotta miss it. It's unfortunate if you didn't meet him. Mm. If you didn't have a five-minute conversation with him. Yeah. She was something. I don't know why she didn't become a TV presenter. I wish I grew up in those days. It sounds like you guys were having fun, man. It just sounds like it was just good times, bro. Ah, uh, fame was uh, fame was something else. Then it it wasn't important. Mm. No less than five years ago, you could fill up this car with five hundred runs. Mm, mm, mm. So the economy was amazing. Mm. Music was amazing. Everything was just amazing. But the, the, like the economy, people were not exactly poor. There was, there was money on the table. You, 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 you were good in a hundred run. Yeah. What good times, man. Yeah. Tell me about your your, your acting career, because I remember seeing the scene you did of Papa Action mm -hmm. that made me not ever want to do drugs. When you're in prison and you're having those withdrawal symptoms, I'm like, hey, hey I'm never the doing this shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that scene was intense, bro. Guys, I wasn't hot. I was skinny and hungry. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I was just hungry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, like sometimes Moshai acting, mm. you need to go back here, and do your homework how much you did. Find out to withdrawal syndromes, uh, what happens in that situation and stuff. And then how much they break it down to they break it down to you. And then you go and reflect on all of that before you can act it. So it also required um, a lot of homework. But at that time, when I was acting in prison, I was actually with people who were in prison for real. And hmm. they, were, they were my age. Hmm. So these extras you see behind me, mm. those were actually real guys in prison. Wow. So they would break down other things to us and explain. Marabi, you could leave it anytime. Inyaupe became a monster. A horrible story. Mm. And then uh, Cocaine. You know, must figure your vet. Cocaine was actually a white man's problem. Mm. It had nothing to do with blacks. Mm. You couldn't afford it. No, 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 no. It was just a white people's thing. Mm. And then eventually it started easing into now black people. Especially in the entertainment industry. Yeah, and Nabo and stuff because Siamix and it is 
it's all sorts of races and stuff and everything. Uh, and then Mang Choina in UNICEF. When I was the ambassador for UNICEF. So basically what they do is that they take you to a course where they teach you about drugs. Mm. So you can't mention drugs without mentioning human trafficking. Mm. Mm. And then fecal matter, because people poop it on my drugs. Mm. Okay? And then how it takes money away from people, prostitution. So it's all of it combined. So, so that, that's basically how the society fell. And then... If, and you never did uh, any drugs? No, 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 no. Just... Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 Fuck that shit. I ain't gonna take anything that somebody shit and put up my nose. Yeah. Not gonna <laughs> and then, when you get into... deeper into the continent, mm. you start finding out what the drugs are actually associated with civil wars. Mm. These boys, before they can go kill people, they need to smoke. Mm. Mm. So it, it may be in South Africa, a recreational drug. Mm. But in another, in, another, in another country, it's actually a drug of choice for people who go to war. Mm. Makes sense. Yeah. That's the only way you can deal with such trauma. Yeah, that's the only way you can deal with such trauma. Mm. So they don't go kill people by sober. Mm. And then go wipe out a village. Mm. That's what you learn when you are a member of UNICEF. Because they show you everything. Yeah. What's happening in the continent. Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah, drugs have brought death. South Africa, there's, there's crime, yes. In Some of them, I know them as street kids. They are now street men. Yeah. Street men. Yeah. <laughs> But in other countries, it's actually a drug that's associated with an AK-47. Uh, spirituality or religion, which side of the fence are you on? Hmm? Are you spiritual or religious? What's the difference? I don't know, you tell me. Isn't spirituality religious? Isn't religion spirituality? Unless you want to talk Mazango or my stuff and everything. Yeah, what does that fall under? Huh? What does that fall under? It's, it's how we use English. Okay. Okay? Whereby, if somebody is a Sangoma, they say it's traditional and cultural. Mm. But if somebody is Christian, they say it's religion. Mm. It means somebody is downgrading somebody. Mm. 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 You understand? understand? Why must it be cultural when I slaughter, okay, in my house? Why must it be religious if a Jewish person slaughters? Mm. Huh. You understand? Mm, 100%. So, English is cooler as about that because somebody went and said, whatever we are doing is it's cultural and whatever they are doing is religious. Mm. What we do is also religion. Mm. Mm. Yeah. I get you. I get you. You guys have heard of something called Ishwamane? Yes. Ishwama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. You know Ishwama. It's exactly the same word. And, and, and it's, also, it's also considered very pure. So, Ishwama, Kunom Shwamo. It's the same word, okay? 
And then in a Sizulu, if something is strange to me, I say, yeah, I shwamalenda. So, maushabi mbuzi. Mbuzi na maparts. Okay? It's cantilis. Okay? by certain age, certain sexes, and certain hierarchy. Mm. So we do exactly what other people do, but Tina, they call it culture. Theirs, they call religion. So you, you, you can't differentiate it. Mm. It's exactly the same. Whether you say it's spirituality, or you say it's cultural, or it's religion, it's exactly the same. Yeah. And what do you practice? Do you practice um, religion or culture, whatever? <laughs> I don't even know what word to use now. If I feel like it, I don't know what word to use Yeah. But I do not allow any book to influence me. Yeah. Because they really look down on black people. Yeah. Don't they all? Yeah. They, they really look down on black people. Do you still have industry friends? Industry? Friends. Hey, are they still friends now or are they family? Oh, they family. It's been too long, eh? Nah. Who's part of your family now? Jeez. Let's go ask Mendoza. Hey. Grab a couple of candles, go to Pro Kid and Jeba and Mendoza. I know where they lie. Mm. There isn't a single day I don't think of them. Wow. In fact, to Jeba, I suspected nothing because he used to come to my house and sit there. Am I there? So he was supposed to be the strongest yeah. of them all. So yeah. I was shocked when I. When you read, yeah. yeah, when I heard it, when the what happened, Ulinda, I understand the story, Saka, because Ulinda, Ulinda carried a lot of people, Prokid, like on his shoulder, Kosniyazigo, carried a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, I understand why he he might have been stressed, yeah. and he did it when he was relatively young. Which has a part to play as well. Which has a part to play. But mm-hmm. it was, he was pretty young. Uh, you're turning 47 this month. Are you excited? How's my hair? Uh, it's not too shabby. Hmm? Not too bad. It looks like a school uniform. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> Hmm? Grayish white is Yeah, I'm not too sure. <laughs> Somewhere there. <laughs> so, yes. So, uh, it's exciting. Mara, finally, thinking day one, VV. Going back to Amajit. I don't remember what ages they died. Mara, I feel they left early. And I'm glad to be here because uh, I would have been another state tsunami. And then you guys would have had to tell my kids who and what I was. I can sit here with you and tell my story. 
Amachita are gone and they, they left during the time before there was a podcast. So we don't know what they took with to the grave. So I appreciate being here. No, we appreciate you, you man. We appreciate you. And man. my free coffee. <laughs> what happened to my free coffee? <laughs> eh? Yes, please tell people why you're here, because you wanted to shoot here. Conino, Conino Lamborghini, this is black-owned. Yes. By my Poutinal. Wow. I wanted to come here because I want to redirect black people to come and buy cars in black dealerships. Yeah. That's very important. He's the youngest owned, eh? Not the, youngest. the other dealers. Yeah. Car dealers. Yeah. They're not the other dealers. Not the other dealers, yeah. <laughs> I know, I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's very important that people come here and and buy cars here. Yeah. Which is the uh, Mazo. I just made you famous. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, I did a song. Oh, Tinali. Yeah, I nice, did a, I did nice, a song with nice, him. Nice. I played as the, you played as the background. You sing a producer, man. What producer? You producer, man. You need producer. You producer the show. Oh, clean, clean. That's how we like it. That's how we like it. I wanted to ask you, know, um, if things had gone your way, the way you wanted, how much do you think the Zola Seven brand would be worth right now? Ah, couple of billions by now. Nah. Nah. Yeah. Dude, you... But mess. is it really worth money? Hmm. Because Mina, I probably would have blown it on Bazaar. <laughs> I'm going to write a book. It's going to be called Anything But Sock. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I built a library, I'm tired. Oh, nice. I wanted to build nine of them across the province, uh, the provinces. I built a swimming pool, Mdeni, a children's home. Uh-huh. I wanted to build nine of them across the provinces, especially in Pumalanga, because the heat today is amazing. Mm. Okay? So there's things that still need to be done, and there's a lot of them. The only thing at this step I have library, library, about five million. By Tubula, yeah. And he was willing to give me more money to build other libraries. And apparently he was shot in front of his wife. That's how horrible crime is. Damn it. The one man that was listening to my crazy ideas, Bam Bam Bang and saying, we pull it take us it around. That poor at the time. Mm. And then the Masaba Fully Library, Lem Tata, they never even flew their family to come and see what daddy left. Imagine. So, I'm showing I best to delay my jamalai prarai 15, na my swimming pool I 15. So, Lassera, man, this has been such an honor for you to come through. I really appreciate this. Um, before we go, ne? Mm-hmm. when it's all said and done, what do you want to be remembered as? I don't plan to be remembered yet. 
No, not now. No, 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 no. We just no, say. Fuck that shit. <laughs> He's not done. <laughs> no, You're not done. No. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't going fucking nowhere. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what do you want to tell us, Evan, man? The legacy, the legacy. What are we leaving behind, man? I gave some boyas to you, Jayama Tegi, last of last week. My very brand new nice takeies. That one sleeper word. I gave to this boy, and I said to this boy, what he needs to do is to pass it forward. That's what I want to be remembered for. If you're going to credit me for anything, pass it forward. Find a child that has luck. Buy a school uniform for that child. Help that child go to a UJ or a UNISA. Then that's my legacy. Hmm. That's powerful. Yeah. The future is not some place we are headed, but one we are creating. And the path to it changes both the maker and the destination. Sure. Pella, I mean, I'm slow. I didn't get that one. I'm a bit slow, Mina. That's Peterson, eh? <laughs> It flew over me, that word. <laughs> it's, a, it's a quote written by a guy called Roy Gutman. Yeah. 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 Aye. Zola7, thank you so much, man. What are we working on? Are you, are you getting back in the studio? You said, obviously, when you get better, ne? Well, the studio is home. Yeah. So, sometimes I crawl into the studio. Yeah. Uh, but most of that, I spend most of my time sleeping. And uh, TV, we're not getting back into TV. I would, but depending what TV it is, I'd, I'd pretty much like to do something like Isola 7. Yeah, mm. yeah, no, it's needed. It's very needed. Footman, it's more needed than, than anything ever. else. Yeah. yeah. So get the funding, we'll do this. I'll make you a producer. I clean. Yeah. So, so with music, what happened that phase of Mabala Noise? Did you drop any music under those people? And is it true they were dishing out like two million checks? I never got any money from Mabala Noise and I never dropped any album with them. Did you sign with them? I don't remember. I just remember a very tight jacket. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, they gave him those jackets. <laughs> Ah, okay. That I remember. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, everybody, the whole crew saw, even Big Zulu last week. Yeah. Uh, they were telling me, please, whatever you do, don't ask Zola a sex question. Because on my podcast, it's not a podcast unless I ask a sex question. So can I ask one? Just one. I, boy, I think I've been in TV longer than you. Yeah, yeah. Way longer than you. Yeah. I'm your elder. Yeah. You may not ask me that. <laughs> <laughs> My first born is going to varsity next year. <laughs> 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 I'm Thank you so much, Zola. Thank you so much, man. <laughs> we are here, podcast and chill. Boom. Release yourself from order and logic and enter a new place. It's not work. It's not home. Here, no maps have been drawn. 
No books have been written. Nothing is certain. Everything is possible. Welcome to Podcast and Chill with Maggie. I'm assuming this doesn't end well.